3: cobras and fire my name is Baco, and i am not just good looking i am joined by the equally good looking and a little gimpy loose cannon loose tell us how you're doing
1: <laughs> i have uh, <laughs> broken my ankle
3: um can you give us your thoughts on uh hardwood floors and uh sweat socks <laughs> well, you know, I broke
1: my ankle in an anthrax mosh pit and, and what I what I mean by anthrax mosh pit is I was wearing an unfortunate pair of extremely slippery socks and I fell all the way down the stairs like a 43-year-old should and that is a 43-year-old mosh pit and, yes. and, and, and ended up, I will say this, I've never said this in my entire life, maybe you have, but I said right after I fell down, I said, fuck these socks. You ever said that?
3: Uh, I did, but I said it differently. You know, more like, "Fuck these!" Socks.
1: Oh, fuck these
3: socks! Like a jerk I'm, sock. I'm I'm about to fuck these.
1: <laughs> My wow. buddy, when I told wow. him wow. that, wow. He, goes, wow. he goes, he goes, he goes, he uh, goes, because he'd been <laughs> <laughs> he'd, he'd been listening to our episodes lately, and he's like, "It's too bad you weren't wearing a pair of jerk socks because those would have definitely not been slippery." you just been.
3: <laughs> well, it depends God, on how fresh they were.
1: That's true well whatever Crusty or whatever is still going to add more friction <laughs> fuck these by the way don't go don't go to target never buy any any socks by champion that's what they were these fucking champion gym socks that apparently were made in the grease factory and laced together by some <laughs> evil motherfucker that just wanted to see me fall downstairs and then get and then be almost immobile for the last three weeks. I got four more weeks. I'm gonna boot right now. I took those socks in the backyard, I burned them in a motherfucking seance back there. We all nice. danced around and we all said, fuck these socks. I have to actually have an entire new just a cult now called just called FTS. Okay? <laughs>
3: Hey, how can I join, man? I mean, FTS I really of Denver. It's the Denver issue. chap. It's all, the, I love cults. <laughs> it's the FTS of Denver. We're gonna expand. <laughs> I don't hate socks, but I love cults. How do I join?
1: <laughs> anyway, um, before we end this episode, I wanted to give um, you props, give thanks to Joey of Rockstar X10. Correct?
3: Yes, thank you very much, Joey. Uh, obviously, a friend of the of the show, as we are of, of his. Uh, I think we're bigger fans of his show, but. You know, uh, he's a great guy, man.
1: He says he only listens to, like, uh, five podcasts, and we're one of them. So we have made the list. I'm honored. Yes, as am I. But the he played a great, great uh, mix of music. Um, one of them, like, deep tracks from, like, uh, Anthrax off, of like, a Game of Thrones soundtrack. I never heard that song before, but it pr- probably would have been on the top of what uh, the... the uh, for all kings if it was on that okay. album N- have you heard this before the one that was I on have,
3: no not before the the podcast
1: yeah and then and then um he also played uh a pantera song that had rob halford from the buffy the vampire soundtrack you ever did you ever heard that one before <laughs> that was new to me too <laughs> yeah, i was like what's going on and uh it reminded me though the what um, does this
3: guy do for a living by the way just sit around listening to music I believe
1: so That's he gets paid to do it. He's 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 a deep track motherfucker. But uh, indeed, just real quick. um, What's Phil Ensemble's favorite color?
3: (laughs) I'm guessing white. Uh, I'm not sure why you would say that, but it's fuchsia. (laughs) Don't. (laughs) Anyway,
1: moving on. What do you got? Hey,
3: did you uh, did you look up the definition of Eskimo brother yet?
1: I'm sorry, I have not. I'm still just imagining. I think imagining. I
3: demand you do it right now. All right, pull out your. You this. got your phone handy.
1: I uh, know. I got, I got my, my Google machine. I got my desktop. All, All right, right yeah, there you, you go. Time. Eskimo kisses.
3: Eskimo brother.
1: Eskimo brother kisses.
3: Not kisses. Eskimo brother
1: brothers. Okay. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, tell me if this is the right definition. <laughs> <laughs> This is like looking up for. This is like the episode where we start looking up uh, definitions for Tate and "showed" or
3: something like that. Yeah, I, mean, I was I was kind of irritated when I threw it out there about Sinzak and Camaro being uh, Eskimo brothers, and you just kind of dismissed it. And I'm like, I think you should look here it we up. Go.
1: When two males Eskimo brother. Top top definition, when two males acknowledge they have been intimate with the same female and remain on good terms, the men are now bonded by having shared the same igloo at one time or another. But they also have... (laughs) On the side, they also have the things that are related, you know? (laughs) Can I just read a few to the show? Why not? (laughs) Eskimo brownie. Eskimo chili dog. <laughs> Eskimo chest warmer. Eskimo delight. Eskimo. Oh, you like this one. Eskimo burrito. Oh, <laughs> and, well, and I'll just finish this with this. I just scroll down the bottom Eskimo fuck
3: me boots. Ooh, I, I need a pair of those. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Because well, I mean, Esk- my Uggs are wearing out. If I click, oh, hold on here.
1: You can actually click on these, and they'll tell you more things. Hold on for a second. There's an Eskimo Oh, my dip. God.
3: Loose <laughs> cannon a... has gone down the rabbit hole, people. Eskimo dipstick.
1: Upon sticking your fingers into a bucket of ice, you promptly stick your fingers into a woman's anal passageway and second knuckle her.
3: Well, who hasn't done that?
1: Use in conversation. Kendra asked me for a cup of ice water. I carried the beverage to her with fingers inside the cup. Parentheses, Eskimo tipstick preparation. <laughs> Upon again hand- handing over said beverage, I ninjaed my way behind her and unleashed the cold fingers of Eskimos of fury into her starfish.
3: <laughs> and I'm done. I'm done. Well, we are the masters of the slam on your brakes, take a hard <laughs> turn segue. So, uh... let's make a right here. Hey, didn't you see Anthrax recently?
1: I did, I did. Um, But we we can go into that a little later. I've I've seen a couple concerts, Mm -hmm. but I really think that we should break into what I thought was a very suspect lineup, but I think it was saved by the future of rock and roll, like a a handful of bands that you saw at the at Northern Invasion. Plus some
3: very good. Then let's do it. Yeah, I want you, to talk about
1: Northern Invasion.
3: Describe what it is for.
1: This is your third round, and kind of break it down. The smells. Yeah, it's actually our
3: third year doing an episode talking about it, isn't it? Well, it uh, it smelled like Wisconsin, which uh, <sighs> failure. You know, it's just not always good, Lewis. Uh Yeah, I, I was back in Aaron Camaro's home state, uh, Somerset, Wisconsin, is where it's held oh, every oh, year. Oh,
1: oh, 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 Yeah was Was Hair of the dog playing? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, no hair of the dog, no local h, no tough. God it's like it. come on.
1: They can't have a fest without those three in Wisconsin and no the, the shit cheese
3: has attitudes. oh Wisconsin's a special place. Uh but no, yeah, it's I, as you know, it's one of my favorite places to see a festival type concert just because it's open. They don't have pretty people seating. They uh everybody has equal access to everything for the most part. They do have their VIP areas, but the VIP area isn't right in front of the stage. You know, it's, it's more, it's like, they almost know that the VIPs that the age group that want to buy these, they don't want to fight and crowd surf. They want to sit on a hill in in an Adirondack chair and drink a $8 Miller light. You know what I mean? (laughs) Which is reasonable. Yeah, but the place is huge. Uh, it's I don't know. I touched on it in my Summer, review. But... Somerset is that right? Amphitheater. Yeah, Somerset's the little village that it's okay. in. But the Somerset Amphitheater. Uh, I mean, they have camping on site. I, I, I like I mentioned in my review. I literally went to an Ozfest and a Warp Tour that was combined. It is so big. You know, I mean, they're playing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So you had five stages for Warped and then two stages for Ozfest, and you can never overlap. Like here. Oh well, I mean, there is always something playing. Just but that's the way warp tour is. There's always at least right, three or four right. stages going all the time. That's crazy how big that is yeah. then. Okay. Yeah. And it's very open. But so when they only have three stages, just imagine all the room you have. Yeah. Um but yeah, it's 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 really cool. It's uh they they move the the second and third stage next to each other as opposed to at opposite ends. And that was a little nice for walking, but for viewing, maybe not the best. Right. I also thought it was kind of neat that the, st- the third stage was just marginally smaller than this third stage to make it clear there is a hierarchy to the <laughs> stages. It's like they couldn't be the same size. I mean, it would have taken literally no effort. You could have made the third stage as small, the second stage as small as the third stage, and it wouldn't have affected anything. <clears throat>
1: Did it actually list the measurements in the front of the stage? Yeah, they they
3: probably should have. Uh,
1: <laughs> so let's just get into some music, though. And, and that is that That a lot of it com- came, I think, maybe, I think you would agree that part of the reason that, it, that the fest turned out so well for you is the fact that a lot of the um, smaller bands delivered. Yes?
3: Definitely. Uh, a couple that I was more than prepared to be as blown away as I was, and a couple that kind of surprised me, but...
1: What well, yeah, do you want to I, kick it off with? You pick. I mean, why don't we get some of the guys? I'll tell you the, what, the how about I pick,
3: a, I pick the band and you pick the song? Yeah, that's cool. The one band that I knew I had to see because I saw them open for uh, Red Sun Rising in February was <laughs> Bad Flower. Uh, they, my God, if you haven't checked these guys out, I mean, the lead singer looks like Justin Bieber. What more do you want? <laughs> uh, All right. No, they're great. I got a chance to talk to them. That'll be on Decibel Geek here sooner or later Uh but uh, what song – uh, do, you, do you have anything by them or have you checked them I, out? I, I think you said
1: you – I do, yeah. Like I, I mentioned that they'd opened for Red Sun Rising. I mean you had mentioned that and I checked them out and there was a song called Let the Music Play that I liked and yeah. Heroin and a couple other ones. But the one that, that you mentioned in your review that I had never heard because it's actually not on that EP. I guess it was like a single, a year or Yeah, it was like, I
3: think their first release, before, I think.
1: Yeah, and it's a a song that that definitely was what you needed at the end of the first day, and that is Soap. (laughs)
3: to hear that you like the uh the Bad Flower track that's that's such a good song isn't it it is and it, and
1: it kind of goes to <clears throat> another it's, band it's unique t- it yeah. is and but it, it's it's pure rock too Yeah. you know what yeah. i mean not and there's a big trend lately it it seems of bands that i like that come out with eps first these new these new bands like that's one and mm-hmm. there's a band that um Maybe we'll feature on a future episode, but uh but Greta?
3: Oh Greta Van Fleet, yeah. We that, both are big fans of that uh yeah. Zeppelin tribute out. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. And as I say of, uh I was gonna say like in a future episode that maybe we just say we've we've come across four tracks for Led Zeppelin. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you would you would believe it almost, you know? I mean it, it, it is You know what? Fuck it. We can go off 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 script here a little bit.
3: Yeah, I want to, to go ahead and play a fucking Greta Van Fleet song right now. I think I think we should but just kind of a precursor a
1: little bit cuz it's kind of like one of those names it kind of goes with a bad flower. It's a decent name. Greta Van what, what is it again? Greta Van
3: Greta Van Fleet.
1: When you first hear that name, do you think it's going to be a band that, that sounds like this band?
3: I think of uh some horrible story of someone giving birth to Satan's baby. <laughs>
1: Greta Van's Fleet It's you don't think it's going to be a, a is a three piece, four piece, whatever.
3: Well, yeah, it's a, it's it's a power trio. Listening to the music, uh, but you yeah, they have, so. a, they have a singer separate. So
1: yeah, but but again, you Greta. There's nobody named Greta in the band. What is it? Is there? You got the press release when you got sent the album. So is there any like backstory of why they called it Greta?
3: Yeah, and um, you know, as I'm reading to kill you some fell time here. Yeah, I fell asleep <laughs> reading it. Uh but uh there I can tell you this, the band is named after a woman from Frankenmuth, Michigan. <laughs> uh, which,
1: <laughs> you lost me at Frankenmuth.
3: <laughs> Instead of you had me, you lost me. Nice. <laughs> That's right. That's gonna be our new catchphrase. You lost me at, <laughs> you lost me at Billy Hardaway.
1: <laughs> Boom! He's in there for the
3: episode. Well
1: done. Seventy-seven <laughs> yeah, episodes in like, row. Like,
3: like Decibel Geek has their get their kiss in. We have to get in Billy Hardaway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's right. One reference. All right. Are we gonna play a song by him or what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but you, okay. So you listen to him, and uh, you know, obviously they're pure Zeppelin, but for whatever reason, it comes off better than like a uh, kingdom come or whatever you want to throw out there that that are i don't know what, what is it about it that that usually when these kind of things are like oh fuck it they just sound like zeppelin you
3: know what i mean like yeah i would say it's got to be the vocals i mean the, the guy is a 19 year old robert plant <laughs>
1: So anyway, so let's move on. So that's, but again, that's the new, that, that's the new thing. It's like EPs and there's a band. We'll talk about it, a couple more songs from, from here though, that also put out with the EP and then right before you saw them came out with their full album. But what do you, what do you, I mean, even our our little uh, band that we're going to get restraining orders on Bobaflex even discussed the possibility of an EP. Yes. What are your, what are they your thoughts about when me?
3: I, when I interviewed him, but now right. they got a full record coming out.
1: Correct. What are your thoughts about the whole EP, you know, movement? It seems like it's pretty growing.
3: Yeah, I'm okay with it. I just keep getting new stuff out there. I I like it better than the idea of just a song here and there. But I still, I mean, I prefer a full record (laughs) because I I like to devour and, and judge and and become snobbish about things and it's difficult to do that with uh, a limited time frame that an EP gives you it's like well I was just about to talk about how horrible track, track five was but there's no track five <laughs> so, but no, I, I, I think yeah, it's a good. It's okay idea. um uh I like it the best when like a a band like Skid Row says we're gonna do three EPs and then stops after two and fires the singer <laughs>
1: That wasn't great, wasn't it? Yeah. That idea. As and soon then, as said and it, then go, fires
3: up. the next singer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to infinite. What was the name of that series? I don't even remember. Oh,
3: Jesus. Revolution something. I don't know. I don't know. Just, but
1: I like the AP thing only for new bands. Like the idea of it is like, get these four. Here's four or five But you were a fan songs. of
3: St. Cecilia. Oh, well, that's
1: true. Yeah, no, no. I mean, in general, like the bands that we're talking about are all bands Generally that speaking,
3: yeah, I agree with you. Like, like, unless we are talking there, about hit- Hailstorm, I think they need to do an EP and a live album between every studio record, if you're asking me. <laughs> as long as it's covers. Let's do the opposite of what Ellis and Chains made great. Album, unique
1: EP. Album, unique EP. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. That was a very cool thing they did, though.
3: Yeah, it was awesome. And uh, I remember with the, hearing the first couple notes of Jar of Flies and going, almost like that Chris Cornell thing we talked on our last episode, but uh, just like, these guys are so much better than everybody.
1: <laughs> right, I, I'm listening to them. the
3: first eight notes, yeah. and I'm going, this is the most amazing thing I've ever heard. Yeah.
1: But um, anyway, so that's the EP rant. What, what's, uh, I'm looking at the schedule. But yeah, these, these fests they're they're very um, suspect a lot of times because you look at them and at first you're like you know what it is a lot of that really turns me off is the the headliners almost always are Five Finger Death Punch fucking Corn Rob Zombie stuff like that I don't hate Rob Zombie I don't need to see him again but it's like the same five fucking headliners all the time
3: for the most well, part well and you're also seeing like Metallica do one this year finally sure. of course uh, that lack of funds to book other stages affected it
1: yes. That's what I'm talking about. Like all this stuff. But uh that's that's part of it. And but like I'm looking at the schedule here and I'm just go through some of these, like uh let's see, of mice and men, uh Citizen Zero, Every Time I Die, Volumes, none of those are gonna get me to pay a tick t- uh, pay for a ticket. Now this you one wouldn't, you wouldn't I'll, fly
3: to Minnesota to hang out with me for uh, a forty five minute set of, of mice and men, is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, the, the Dillinger, that, was a, that was a novel by John Steinbeck.
1: It doesn't matter. I mean, that's the novel you should be reading in between for five hours during this, this schedule. And then you've got um, the Dillinger that's escape plan. plan. I don't understand the fascination.
3: Did you see them at all? No, they were playing. In a, they were one of the ones I was going to try to make, but they were I can't remember the exact schedule, but there was somebody else I was photographing at the time.
1: Okay, just curious. And then Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. Did you Missed see them? them
3: too. Uh, and I was curious every, about them. Everybody told me I got screwed. I can't remember who I shot instead of them either.
1: Oh, they said they were good? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, Fozzie, did you see
3: them? Yes. That's what, That was one of the highlights, I think.
1: It was. Okay. Did you know much? I, I've heard of them. I, I mean, I I know who Chris Jericho is, obviously. I've, I've listened to some Fozzie. Is there... Any – I don't really know their stuff that well, though. Is there? Yeah, like me a,
3: either. I don't own any of it. Uh, I know okay. they were a cover band when I first heard of them. Yep, and I, yep. Uh, Fozzie Osborne. Yeah, and they had kind of that funny story that, like, they had written all these songs originally that they recorded – uh, but they were demos were stolen from them, and then they were abandoned <laughs> on a desert island for 20 years. So I, I don't remember that. That's funny, I kind of like that backstory. It was kind of funny, but yeah. Then the uh, the more they played, the more they just got into being an actual band, and that's kind of cool. Uh, you know, because everybody knows that. Well, most people know that Chris Jericho is very into metal and very passionate, and, and of just the real deal. You just you almost feel like you're not a good big enough of a fan when you hear him talk about metal sometimes, but yeah, I was fortunate enough to talk to him. I got, he was one of the few interviews I got to squeeze in and it was kind of a big deal because the other ones were lesser known people that are pretty easy to get an interview with. And uh, so I, I was happy to at least meet him before he played, but Fozzie was so fun. I mean, literally that I would describe it that way and watch cause he's got that thick wrestler body and watching Uh him parade around in these tight leather pants. And then, like, (laughs) he jumps off stage and gets into the crowd. And then uh, when he's got to get back on stage, security's ready for him. And the security guard's doing this, like, you know, putting your your hands together, uh, you know, your fingers together to give him a foot spot, and you're going to launch him up. But, of course, he weighs more than the security guy thinks. So it's like just as he's about to get his knee up on the stage, he just comes short. And falls kind of chest onto the stage with his legs kind of flopping around. That was kind of funny. And he's right <laughs> no. in front of me, so I probably could have taken a boot to the face if I wanted to, you know, get some kind of lawsuit going. But
1: no, you did a good job with him. That was like a five minute interview. Fired your questions uh, to him, and uh, he had some pretty good answers about the music industry. But you, what what uh, what song you want to feature?
3: Well, they have the new track, Judas, and it's honestly it was one of the best songs I heard that them play but then I went home and listened to it and it's actually a really fucking good song man and it's off an upcoming one yeah it's coming out this folly I think you said but
1: okay alright so here's Fozzy with
4: Jesus
0: The son of fire
1: read off a couple more of these, these bands and see if you have anything to say about them. Because the, uh, your review, you know, it's hard to do a review on everybody. So I'm not sure who you saw and who you didn't. Cool?
3: Yeah, no problem.
1: Okay, Cold Kingdom.
3: Yeah, uh, They were one of the uh, local acts that uh, oh, won. Okay. Uh, yeah. I did not catch them because <laughs> they didn't mail us our, our media kits. So I had to check in at Will Call and, and get the campsite set up. And they were playing while I was pitching a tent.
1: You know, heyo! You know you don't have to give excuses for not seeing Cold Kingdom. You can just tell me you didn't see them. Yeah, like, it sounds like it sounds so like you're. I got.
3: I want to throw him a bone. Uh, all right, all right. It sounds like you're and making an excuse for not, the pitch a tent joke. You. <laughs> that was a long way for that. Boners. Anyway.
1: <laughs> yes. What about uh star Starset?
3: I purposely did not see Starstack. Can I give an excuse that time? I have seen them, and I will not sit through that again. Radkey, Nope, didn't see them. Silar. What is that? That doesn't even ring a bell.
1: Wow. Motionless and white. I did see them. Nor would I.
3: No, I did. I did. You did see them? Yes. And? Uh I guess jack o' lanterns in the bright sun just aren't as scary.
1: <laughs> what is there? What is that band? Isn't that a chick band again, too?
3: No, no, that's uh, well, the moment, chick maybe, the but it's, it's all dudes. All right, fine. Uh, nothing more. Nothing to see. I did not see them. Nope. Bleaker. Again, did not see them. Jesus, <laughs> there, these these guys were there. Uh, <laughs> Attila. Yes, I saw Attila. And you know what? The the crowd loved them. Not my favorite thing. That is one of my stepdaughter's favorite bands. That I kind of touched on, Uh, but they scare me. I I listen to a little bit of their stuff. They're just all right. It's like it's like half rap and half. (laughs) That's a good mix. Yeah. So no, whatever. But again, based on the crowd reaction, it's just not for me. It's right. clearly for a lot of people, which is cool. Okay, okay.
1: And you said you, we just talked off, Mike. You you had heard to see Frank Car- Carter and the Rattlesnakes, which I have heard a little bit of, and he has. It's I don't know what it is. It's like a British
3: punk rock, yeah, it's or something a, like kind that. of a high energy stuff. I checked out some of his music, but again, I, I'd have to have the schedule in front of me. I was shooting somebody else while he was on stage. He was a right. side stage one, and I was at shooting on the main stage. Probably Godsmack. I don't know. But as you
1: can see for the most part, looking at the schedule, you can see why I was like, what the fuck is this this lineup? You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. You know, I mean I I, I had uh, the same trepidation as you did, but I have to admit I, I had a blast. The weather right. helped, but
1: Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like but there's something that I'm um purposely missing right in the earlier the day. But but then we come with um tell me how you did on this run. You ready? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Alter Bridge, Opeth, and Papa Roach.
3: Uh, I saw Alter Bridge and Papa Roach, and um, well, I survived, people.
1: There's no money,
0: there's no possessions, only obsession. I don't need that shit. Take my money, take my obsession. <laughs>
3: And, and Bush is kind of Bush played kind of the same time frame um, on day one. And and my God, how many songs do they have that everybody knows? It's like you keep forgetting that for about an eight-month period, all their songs were on the radio. Right. And it's like I thought they would be done. And then there's like three more songs that oh my god, Glycerine? Jesus <laughs> That song. and they you crazy. you could not believe how they just killed the vibe and and god so, play,
1: so they didn't even play their hits
3: no they played all their hits oh okay. I knew every song and I couldn't believe how many I knew and I couldn't believe how they sounded fine but Jesus it was just like this everybody's fired up whether it's good and here's bush and it's like oh my god let's take a nap oh it's just it was yeah. so boring they were just and, and, and the, I don't mean that in the sense of the, I don't like their music. I mean, like, they just killed the fucking crowd. And I, I, Godsmack was the next band who I've but seen... But hold on.
1: What, what did you say was more would have been better? Oh, well, yeah, playing. I
3: said that it would have been more interesting to hear him read his divorce... Just come out and, and don't play any music and just read all the entire divorce agreement between him and Gwen, Gwen Stefani. That would have been more interesting and would have been... I caught their set was a sleeping pill.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You lost me at Frankenmuth.
3: (laughs) Oh, but yeah, Godsmack benefited from it. Godsmack is very much methodical. I've seen them way too many times and they are very tight. They're very concise. And if you like them, they they deliver. But I just find them really boring. And they really took advantage of how difficult, Dead. the crowd was because of them you know it was like it was like my god this is the greatest band in the world <laughs> because by comparison we just sat through bush you know but uh well, that yeah, was actually Alder the bridge same... and papa roach were the next day in that same slot is there like some rule because it's you know we always talk about seether and chevelle they're yeah. always in this slot too you know what i mean they are yeah it's Ooh, like that three oh, to five I got o'clock it. range
1: you got something to say I'm saying, t- tell me the range again because I think you're right. I'm on to something. I got to, I got to reply for you on this. Go it's ahead. in the,
3: it's always in the like three p.m. to five p.m. range. These bands get put in. Is there like a rule that you have to put really boring fucking bands that unex- inexplicably have kind of a bit of, I don't know, of a name or popularity to them? Paco,
1: yeah, you have just cracked the code. You have cracked it, at least with Godsmack's contract. Because now that I'm thinking about this, I have one perfect instance, and that is that uh, the two times I've seen Godsmack, the band before them, one time, no bullshit, the band before them at Crewfest was Theory of a Dead Man. And, and I do not like Godsmack, and I remember that day and saying Godsmack is pretty fucking good. Yeah. B- because it was right after them, and this is no bullshit, the other time I saw them. Guess who, op- who was the band prior to them? Shavel? Fuck yes, that's right. I think you're on. You are but, on to something.
3: I got a question for you though. Yeah, go ahead. Who the fuck likes Alter Bridge?
1: I don't know because it's uh, like, it's like but, but Alter Bridge is uh, it's 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 Miles Kennedy with uh, fucking um, what's the uh, the band Creed. Yeah, it's Creed, right?
3: Yeah, but with Creed, their songs have this individualistic value. They sound like, "Oh, this is that song. Oh, this is that song." Anything you're, you're saying you're Miles like Creed, Kennedy, then. anything Miles Kennedy is involved in, this is what it is. It's like. Have you ever heard of melody? It's like I'm I, I I get you know I get beat up for my hatred for the guy as a singer a bit you know, but seriously, he has one melody that he uses with Slash with fucking Alter Bridge and the Miles Kennedy solo project, but fucking going from that to Papa Roach, it was just like Jesus. Where yeah, are the beach balls to toss around?
4: Yeah,
1: no, that, that. But all I have to say is, you remember in, uh, a couple of weeks ago when on Facebook it was all the rage to list ten concerts you went to and which one you haven't gone to, and you yes. try to like play the game. So a friend of the show Rob, uh, he made a list, and his his trick was fact um, bastard. Yeah he he put uh, he put Alt, Alter Bridge down <laughs> um, as as the band he hadn't seen. And I fucking call him. I'm like, dude, we did see them. We saw them twice. And he 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 was so bored with it. They were both time at fest that we actually like you know watched a couple of songs and left. It had it left his mind because they were that fucking boring that he forgot that he saw them twice.
3: <laughs> so what what Alter Bridge song would you like to play? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great for intro.
1: <laughs> Here's something you will never remember this podcast after this oh.
3: song. <laughs> take a nap people we're gonna play some alter bridge you're <laughs> yeah, we'll not mo- missing anything go to the bathroom come back you
1: know, we'll move we'll move on from the most disappointing of the day which was the band that like let's say you had showed up and alter bridge was awesome that would have been like the most surprising
3: uh thing <laughs> that of would have you know, pop me, yeah. roach
1: was amazing and all this stuff like that which was a band that was like the most surprising that you kind of knew but weren't a big fan or whatever what this was the big surprise today
3: yeah some 41 the opposite of what we've just talked about they fucking kicked energy into the crowd and it was it was so fun they were so good they were just uh, the, a great band playing great songs is just all you need you know and i don't go deep on them you know what I, I i don't know them that
1: much Right, but you, the songs you know, you know. But it, they brought the energy, and uh,
3: yes, and it, the crowd was into it, and it was a, 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 you know, the same crowd that fell asleep during Alter Bridge. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Although we had a good nap by that point, so bring on some fucking fat lip. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but like, uh, I didn't know the whole background until, uh, like, you know, our, our, uh, our boy Danko. He he just recently on his podcast had Dave Brown sound.
3: On oh, that guy is so cool. Yeah,
1: well, you got to listen to the podcast thing. Yeah, I, I do, never heard yeah.
3: Him. He he did like a metal sludge 20 questions back in the day too. He's just – just uh, God, he's so well-versed in, in music in general. But metal, boy.
1: Huge, huge metal head and stuff like that. And, and I think you uh, said it perfectly. I really didn't know – all the individual members of so- Some Forty One, I could not name any of them. Sure, except... no, I can only name two. Yeah, but but for him, you said having Dave Brown sound as your guitarist is a, a, like
3: you had a good comparison in your review. Having a flamethrower to light a match, right? Because you don't need him specifically. In you really band, don't. But... Not for that kind of music. It's like it's like too much ammunition. You know, it's. Just... Mm-hmm. He's just, I don't know. We, we always like to joke around how people are never underrated, but he definitely is, man. He is just a heavy hitter as a guitar player. They played um, uh, Master of Puppets, but not the whole thing. They just there's like they did the thing like do you guys like Slayer and the crowd would yell, "Do you like Anthrax? Yeah, do you like Metallica?" And then like more people I was like, "Let's play some Metallica." And then right at the uh guitar solo on uh or not 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 just the guitar solo, but where the guitar solo was like on Master of Puppets, right. they kicked in it just on spot on perfect like you like you had pause on the CD. And it was just amazing how tight they were as a band, note for note, nailed the solo. And it kind of reminded me of watching Dimebag and Pantera doing covers, because they they typically would almost replicate them in a way that didn't bore you. Yeah, it was like, which was is just,
1: hard to do for you for covers. Yeah,
3: for me, yeah, I, you know, I'm super judgy with this shit. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. But it, that's what because I always liked the way Dimebag did covers when it comes to that stuff, because he there was just. I don't know You can't fake it His passion for the music Was always in his performance And that's what this Sounded like to me And they were God they just killed it Kind of a cool pick, Luce. Uh, I, I'm not that deep on some 41, so I appreciate that uh, you have a little more of their new stuff. As but that,
1: that, goes to, that goes to show you what a great uh, performance they put on, though, is the fact that you're not really a fan, but you were. that was one of your favorite oh, yeah, acts of I, the I, fest, right? I, I did
3: not uh, miss a single moment of their show. That's uh, awesome. And other than the the covers they played, I only knew four of the songs. So, God, they were just so, they're, they're just so much fun. Go check them out. Absolutely. So <clears throat> what do you want to talk about next? Well, why don't we get into something that you skipped?
1: <laughs> I didn't
3: skip it per se. Oh, yeah. oh, I've got a broken ankle. I can't go to a show.
1: <laughs> All right. What are, you, what are you talking about?
3: You know what I'm talking about, AA. am on a Marth. <laughs> How could you pass up Viking – a big slab of Viking rock for <laughs> it free? Pained, it pained me. I
1: know. I know. And, and front row and all that stuff. Yeah, the, the – uh, well, they were at, at the show you saw, and I want to hear your details. But Amana Marth played the Boulder Theater in Colorado, which is about close to an hour away we i going to
3: drive an hour. <laughs> what yeah, the fucking with back? one leg? <laughs> you're an Uber driver. Just fucking give somebody a ride there.
1: There is other things going on at the same time. But, but <laughs> point being is because I like to pay it forward to the metal community. This buddy I met. The metal Pat,
3: community. The metal
1: community, as uh, Rob Halford would say. Do you know he's gay? <laughs> I did. Okay, carry on. Thank you very much. Do you have any any jokes to throw in there real quick?
3: No, I just wanted to make sure that was out there.
1: <laughs> anyway, there's some other stuff going on, too, with uh, the day. But point being is I was all in on this concert. I wanted to see him raise, raise your horns, brought me into the band. And you, I think, too, right? When I
3: yeah, played I, 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 I kind of gave you kind of my review of the show. And then you actually dug into their music. And you're like, you know, this is not that
1: bad. Because <laughs> I don't like those vocals normally. But some... For whatever reason, it works. The Viking and the, the everything and, the, and their stage show. And point being is I, I I basically gave my press pass to my buddy Pat. He was able to take pictures, did a review, just posted on Decibel Geek today. And uh, did a nice job, had a blast. So I was glad that still that could happen. But it pained me. Tonight not go, and I saw the pictures of what you're going to go into. I think in, in a moment because I want to see all these things because they're kind of yeah. like the kiss of Viking metal, essentially.
3: Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, as you know, I saw them uh, last. Or Alice October.
1: Cooper, Ellis Cooper of the, yeah, of, uh, like metal. A,
3: yeah, somewhere in there. But I saw them last October opening for Megadeth, and they had this gigantic Viking ship <laughs> in the middle one of, of the, the stage. Reasons they- it was- Amazing, And they walk <laughs> over it and back and forth, and it just lurches over the crowd. And so I was curious, because they were a side stage act, not a main stage. I'm like, well, what are they going to do? They have a smaller special festival side stage <laughs> Viking ship. <laughs> it's like, how many of these do you have? It was clearly not the same ship. I mean, <clears throat> I mean you could... You, you, there was no stairs on either side like there were at the one I saw. It was like eight steps to get up to this thing. And it was like, oh, we, gonna...
1: need, we need Ship C. Ship C for today's show. <laughs> it's like Stonehenge. There's just different sizes of that fucking ship. And I was so impressed because I said to my buddy, I go, I think the Boulder Theater is eh, maybe seats like maybe 1,500 or, or whatnot. But I'm like, if that ship is there, I'm going to be so pissed, too. They it was there, a, of course, right? Of, yeah, the picture show. It, it was a scalable, uh, it was like two scale, whatever, to the each video they go to. I'm, I'm just surprised it's not like. And they have a little,
3: 19 fucking Viking ships they tour <laughs> with. Uh, but, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. And, and here's the weird thing is that, like, that was a longer show that I saw with the Megadeth in this. And, you know, so this is a smaller whoa, 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 stage, on, shorter set.
1: They played longer at this than they did at Megadeth.
3: No, no, no. Vice versa. They played okay, longer sorry. at Megadeth with a bigger boat. Right. (laughs) So now they got smaller boat just for this, which I figured they might scrap because hey, we only have this. Right. And then they have all this other stuff going on. There's these guys sword fighting. There's this weird (laughs) executioner. There's this. I got axes over here, and they're like just they're doing that weird you know metalocalypse head twirl, and it's like "Ah, ah, oh god, it's just it
1: was glorious. I just think it's amazing anytime anybody brings anything on a fest, you know. Stage, oh, I know. Yeah, they brought at all, especially
3: side stage stuff. Yeah, yeah. I no, mean, usually just good. a backdrop. Yeah. Fuck
1: it. You want to get into a song? You're not an offspring fan, but how were they?
3: They were great. Uh I, to that's a testament to to you just pointed out. I really am not that into them at all. Mm-hmm. I don't hate
1: them. Right, right, right. They're just kind of there they, for
3: you. Well, they might have had the god fact or god fact, god smack effect with uh having Alter Bridge and Papa Roach, but seriously, they got the crowd group going and I have never seen so many people crowd surf. It was unreal
4: mota
1: Gojira. Gojira.
3: I miss Gojira, which was a okay. disappointment for me because I really wanted to check out Go- Gojira. Because <laughs> you've never seen them, right? Correct.
1: You just want to say and say like, "That's Godzilla in Japanese," right? <laughs> yes. And then leave. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Your yeah, fun uh, fact. All right. Uh, Fair enough.
1: All right. And you didn't see Opeth. These are bands I've, never, I've always been curious about. So I caught a little bit of Opeth,
3: right, but but what I've is seen Opeth. Is they, what, what uh, whatever. They? They, we don't need to get an O pass. Yeah, all right, fine.
1: And then uh, Kid Rock was a headliner on... Uh,
3: Amazing!
1: Is that first time you've seen him?
3: Ex- yeah, it's first time I've seen him. And he's... I mean, you know how fucking hard it is? Especially... This is not a holiday weekend. Yeah, okay, yeah. This is the last band on a Sunday night on a two-day festival. And everybody has to work... Uh, I mean... I I guess like most people like me, we, we all took the day off, but you know what I mean? It's like, it's hard to keep people from leaving. Oh yeah. I mean, come on, 20 hours into it. There, there are some haters there, I'm sure, but man, he killed it. It is, it is, ah, it's frustrating as uh, to watch how good he is because he's just so seamless. I don't even know how he does everything he does. The only thing he's ever done wrong in his life is talk about politics. Everything else, he just nails. You know what?
1: you got to you're, – you're exactly right. You never met a motherfucker like him and
3: the, the – Oh, God. When he see, played that, it was so awesome. That's what I'm saying. Like I've, I've
1: seen him in Fests and other – as a headliner, all this kind of stuff, ten times. And the first time I saw him, he actually was opening for Metallica – and 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 he this is people are gonna like their heads are gonna explode, mop them off the fucking stage that night. This was right around the time they started doing the symphony album stuff. Yeah, okay. Uh, whatever that was called, that was that around that time and they they just I think they were just tired at that point. Their stage wasn't this Yeah, it could be But yeah, persona fucking just like bring in the shit. And his
3: band is so good. That's
1: what I'm saying, his band, that's the whole thing is the whole brown trucker band. People underestimate. They are just on, right?
3: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> if he, even if you don't like him,
3: you go there. And, and he like, had stage-wise very stripped down. He did not yeah. bring like this big platforms or light show. Right, right. I'll, I will say this: his pyro seemed like he, he's like he bought a bunch in 1998 and is still using <laughs> it. What does that even mean? I, it was like well, other bands use pyro and flames and stuff. And his seemed very dated.
1: Uh, okay, so it's just, just old, hard old to explain. Pyro. It sounded
3: like he was launching firecrackers or something. I was like, <laughs> it just had a different feel to it. Like those look old.
1: <laughs> that, that that's a that's called Detroit pyro.
3: Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, he was great. Uh, okay. I, cool. I, so that was a
1: surprise for you, sort of, too, right? A little. Obviously. Well,
3: I wouldn't call it a surprise because I'm a fan, and uh, I've heard nothing but. Kid Rock kills it. Right. I've never heard yeah. anybody ever say, yeah, fucking Kid Rock fucking sucked. It is true.
1: Like for seeing him live, same thing. Um, but and obviously the headliner on Saturday was Soundgarden. And um, we we're just going to say, check out our Chris Cornell tribute tribute uh, episode uh, prior to this this one being posted for that. Correct? Correct. Yep. And in flames. Did you see them?
3: I did not. Uh, another one that I was shooting a different band at the same time. Gotcha. Yeah, I was kind of curious about them. You know who I think it was? What? I think it was Bush. <laughs> oh, God. That's a terrible idea. We all make Pier- mistakes, Pierce-
1: people. Oh, the one on this, this too, that looks like a, a deal killer is Pierce the Veil.
3: I've seen them before, so I avoided them. I yeah, don't, I don't even remember when they were on. No, they're fucking horrible. Um, oh, what am I thinking? Rival Sons. Yeah.
1: OK, so
3: oh, they were amazing. They're a singer. Jesus fuck. And I don't know what kind of money they're making, but their guitar player like had a different four thousand dollar guitar for every song.
1: <laughs> and it was like five songs, right? Well, it was about songs. eight. They, they, yeah, they, okay. had, they had a decent set. Well, that's good. But like I see rival sons are ones that uh, I, I listened to the first album and it was too throwback for me and i think that we talked about this in a previous episode yeah, where okay. black blackboard bleh, blackberry smoke yeah um i feel is more authentic or maybe that's a bad comparison whatever the band we were talking about was no, like no i think bleh. that's a good
3: comparison um i would say th- the songs just aren't there uh the band is amazing they're they're tight as fuck uh everybody g- delivers you know is is the singer, bass, drums, guitar. It's just, I need a little better music to for you guys to perform, and you know. But maybe they're they're burgeoning, they're growing. You know, let them develop, people.
1: That like Scorpion is it Scorpion Child? They're Scorpion Child.
3: I, I agree with the same wing. Yeah, they're a little different. They're they are they're like a cross between the Rival Sons and the Soundgarden almost.
1: Yeah, but but like, is there a certain Rival song, Sons song you'd like to feature? No. <laughs> that's one of your better reviews for the weekend though yeah goodbye june let's play them <laughs> okay so you want to play a uh a rival songs a son's song by good boy by june
3: no i think just move over to goodbye june. okay they were, that's a good they're they much more fun
1: okay so yeah so your impression of them one of my bands that i've uh the, this is an example of the ep band that i was talking about they came out okay. with an EP about a year ago they had f- five tracks on it I listened to it, I got into it more as it, as it went along, but then I kept hearing, they kept leaking, like, not leaking, but you know how bands keep putting out, like, yeah, fucking yeah, three, yeah. Three, single, three singles before the album comes out. Their newer songs from that were even better, and that's the album that just came out um, uh, just, like, last week or so, Goodbye June. So what do you have to say about them, their performance?
3: <coughs> um, They were great. Uh, a lot like Rival Sons, but the songs were better. And you know, coming out of Nashville, yeah. of course, you it's not hard to put together uh a lot of solid musicians, you know what I mean? That city's just, you know, eat, creeping with them, but they had good music and uh uh the singer kind of looks like the Glorious Sons singer too. They were close to them, but I I think Glorious oh. Sons songs are a little better,
1: but it's funny that you say that because I think that they are a blend of of uh Definitely glorious sons. I'm trying to think of something else too. Oh, Crowbot, because they're kind of like more jammy.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, that's a good like a blend of those. I, did, I didn't put that together, but I agree. Yeah,
1: uh, but very just straight up rock. And I'd like to feature the song "Good Side." Paco, oh, that's a good recap, and it's always, it's always good to hear the fact that you know from these fests. I love when I, uh, I read your reviews and everything that you've discovered new bands as a result.
3: Very much, and every year I have it, Northern Invasion anyway, and I, I, I would give you a tip of the hat because uh, because of you bringing me into the Cobras and Fire and ex- exposing me to the the reality that there is new music out there that's good. Yes, I actually try harder now, so thank you. So I've been an inspiration to you. Yes. And I also uh, don't buy a certain brand of socks at Target.
1: <laughs> yeah. You ever see those demotivational posters before? <laughs>
3: well, I've yes. been on a few, but I, I, I <laughs> tend to ignore them.
1: Well, one of them has a sinking ship on it, and it says, uh, which I feel right now with the, with the whole comment about the socks, is that the purpose the purpose of your existence is to be a warning for others. <laughs> <laughs> So I think that I I,
3: I I represent that that poster right now. But so don't submit my application for Uber.
1: Yeah, no Uber.
3: No. Hey, real uh, quick, are speak- you going to High Elevation Fest this year? Then? Well, I put
1: I threw I threw my hat into it with the you know the, the contact from last okay, year. Okay, so uh,
3: we'll we'll then look for that for the end of the summer. People will we'll be hitting that one too.
1: That's right. That's right. So how about we close it out this episode the same way that the fest was closed out with the one of the two headliners, Kid Rock.
4: Rock's not dead. It's hiding. And you found it. And it spent all its money on a kiss tattoo and 20 pairs of champion socks from Target.
0: small-time billy the big-time bobby three-day-old chili the sake
4: with
0: At winners or being ignored by the big straight sinners. Used to smoke dinners while my mom made dinner. I smoke bombs and rock with Lennon Skinner. No beginners here, I'm a seasoned vet Educated on jazz by my man, I met hurt again. My friend, I've been to world and back. I'm a Michigan boy, can you feel that? cold cores in my lap, I'll adapt to any all situation, that's why they call me the pimp of the nation, hey bitch, you best to believe, I live in the woods, not your world agreed,
5: Achieve the American dream. The big house. The happy family. The money. What's your Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing?
4: What's the problem? What's the problem?
5: Would you lie? Would you cheat?
4: Would I shop? Would I shop?
5: Would you kill?
4: Yes. <laughs> My mom is
5: My mom is right there. From Airship.